And welcome back to episode two of On Our Wavelengths podcast with me, Ajit. And me, Nikeen. Oh, it's good to be back. It is good to be back. It's weird to be back. It is a bit. It is a bit. I've got to say, yeah, it is. It is weird. Yeah. I don't know what's, um, man, I don't know. This is, this is, this is new territory now. It's a regular thing. We've done it. We've made it. We've made, we've made, made it. Two weeks. <laughs> we've made it past the first one. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, right. Well, you know, how have you been? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Can't complain, really. Yeah. Yeah. Same, have you been? Hard. Yeah, you're same. Honestly, can't complain. It's been, it's been... I ask you this, like I don't ask you to speak to you every day, but yeah, yeah. But well, you know, the the audience, I mean, the, audience the audience don't know that. Well, no, they and well, they do know now. Do and, know now. Yeah. Somehow we speak every day and we still have enough to talk about to make a podcast. So well, that's because we're idiots and talk out our asses most of the time. That's true. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So um should we talk about this week's entertainment news? Yeah. News? I think this is a new yeah. thing that we're doing now, isn't it? Yeah, we'll just do a quick overview. Yeah, any sort of big up. news that we've we've come yeah. across. Yeah. Well, uh, I suppose we'll start with the first bit, which literally got revealed today. They barely hours like, ago. Yeah, like a couple of hours tops. I mean, um, we, we got a little fake out of like earlier in the day, and then we, we didn't get a little. We got three. We got three fake outs, <laughs> and then the, then the big reveal. Exactly. I mean, um, we should have seen the big reveal come in. It was, yeah, it, I mean, in, in, in all fairness, uh, I did think, I thought it was going to be a, uh, you know, a bit, I thought they were going to draw out the fake out a bit more than they did. I thought it was going to be like, they'll do the fake out today and then they'll release the actual title of the film in a couple of days, but they didn't, they didn't, yeah. they were like, no, we'll give them what they want. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so yeah. yeah. What we're actually talking about is the title for the new Spider-Man film. The the third in the Tom Holland trilogy. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, it, I, I, I mean, just you know, the, obviously the title they've actually gone for is is what is it? <laughs> oh no way home. No way home. Yeah. No way home. But what the the the, the I I think they missed out. Really, I think I think. I think Spider-Man Phone Home was the one to go for. <laughs> home ties for the one. That's true. Home the the ultimate, the ultimate crossover, I reckon. <laughs> Spider-Man and ET just, just ET just pops in, just for a bit, yeah. a bit of bands. No, yeah. So I mean, like, what are you, what are you thinking? What is that title kind of invoking for you? What, what's the kind? Of, what do you think they're going with? Um, I think Tom Holland is chatting a load of crap when he says that uh, Toby Maguire and. Andrew Garfield won't be in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do, I do get that impression. I feel like it's very unlikely. The thing is, the thing is, a lot of the time, don't get me wrong, the rumor mill online can be full of shit. Oh yeah. Like, like some of these rumors will be going nowhere. Like recently, I don't know if you saw that, that the rumor that Jennifer Lawrence was going to be playing the Invisible Woman in the MCU Fantastic Four. I mean, they don't really have to cast anyone. They could just get a voice actor to do it. <laughs> that's, 
first and just say she's invisible the whole just, time. Just be like, yeah, she's invisible. Um, <laughs> yeah, we get like, we get like, um, John, we get like um, what's his name, uh, like John Wick, uh, Keanu Reeves to just play the invisible woman. And yeah, like, she's invisible. You don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, what Brad Pitt did? Was it Brad Pitt who did it in Deadpool Two? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Literally saw his face for about two seconds <laughs> while he's dying of electrocution. Yeah, that was a good moment. Um, yeah, well, I mean, obviously that that's that's clearly a false rumor because Fantastic Four's not even started filming yet, so there's no way there's any casting confirmed at all. Uh, so, yeah, that's like clearly that's false, but. Um, I feel like this this Spider-Man rumors. I feel like there's got to be a level to it because there's no way Sony is not capitalizing on the profits that they got yeah. from into the Spider-Man. I mean, there's there's no way they're going to get Alfred Molina back, Jamie Fox, yeah, as both as both their respective villains from their Spider-Man films. Yeah, J.K. Simmons obviously. And not get their Spider-Mans. Yeah, it, it is. It's a bit far-fetched for them to. Like these castings are, you know, there's 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 coincidence and there's clear connection. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very true. Um like if they'd have got one person from both all the previous five other not Sony owned yeah. films, yeah, I'd be like, right, okay, it could be just completely separate. Exactly. Yeah. They've got multiple people from these films, that's why. Yeah, exactly. I think yeah, it's it's one of those it's one of those like there's definitely a correlation going on. Yeah, you know you can you can put this sort of put the threads together if you like. Yeah, <laughs> I know I know it's I know it's one of those things where Marvel are going to do exactly what they did with Civil War, and they're not going to say a damn thing until they drop a trailer, which will inevitably yeah. then confirm or deny these rumors to some extent. Um. But I'm I, I'm about eighty percent convinced that there's going to be crossover for sure. I just I don't believe I don't believe these these people are in this film for nothing. <laughs> I just refuse. Um, yeah, so that was that was today's big news. But uh, what else have we got to cover? We've got oh, no time to die. We've got forward a week. Yeah, yeah, that's good news. I mean, it needed to be. Jesus, like. Yeah. When was this I film meant to come out originally? What, 20, 2019 this film was due out originally, wasn't it? Was it late 2019, early 2020? So I think it was, at one point it was 2019, but then obviously they had they had writing issues with the film. Yeah. Like right, then, right at the beginning. Yeah, so that really then that delayed it a year. Well. And then it was meant to be last year, yeah. And, and, yeah, and, and April, I think, is when they initially planned it for. Yeah, yeah. Because I think they were, yeah, they were going for that start of summer window, weren't they? Yeah. Because then, then they, they kept running for the whole of summer, yeah. But that's that's that went, and then they were optimistic and went, oh, November was it October then November, if I remember correctly, twenty twenty, and yeah, then that yeah. got pushed back till, yeah, April this year, and then that got pushed back again to November this year, but or well, no, October this year, sorry. If they'd have kept it April for until the other day's announcement, I reckon they would have pushed it back only a couple of months. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I I, to be honest... That many months. I mean, I, I don't know if... I, I feel like they could have just released it on, on online platforms in some form. Because yeah. 
like anyone who wants to watch a Bond film would have gone to watch it. I feel like I feel like it's got that kind of holding yeah. power, you know. But then it's like, how much do you charge for it? Because you can't charge a yeah. If you because you, did... you can't pull a Disney with Mulan and charge how much what, Disney 25 charging? quid. Twenty five quid, right? So, so this is my thing. If you're a family of four or five. 25 yeah. quid is not bad because it's about what you'd pay at the cinema. Right, but... I'm not no, paying no, okay, quid. So this is the thing. So I, yeah. I do get why Disney put out that, that price of £25 because in reality, they know more than one person is using that account on, say, Disney+. Plus. Yeah. So they've got to account for the fact that if five people watch it and they only charge £5, that is a loss. <laughs> there's, just, yeah. there's, no, there's no way around it. That is a loss. Yeah. But... I feel like the, 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 you know, I've seen it kind of and sort of suggested around, and I don't think it's the worst idea in the world. Now, I don't know the ins and the outs of the financial side of things. I don't know if this is, you know, financially viable, but instead of releasing it to, say, a streaming platform, you just build a site on which people can watch it, like almost on a pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you, you, you kind of, then you make the price somewhere around the £10 mark, say. Yeah. Then it's manageable, I would I would imagine, because then yeah. you're somewhere in the middle of having that kind of five person group to the one person on their own. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's difficult to police, but uh, I mean, I'm yeah. so excited for it. I think. Yeah. I think I don't know at this point because I, I kind of it on you know I'm sort of in I'm I'm in two minds because I've heard a lot of this kind of political correctness has kind of gone in with this film. Okay. And I'm all for political correctness. But I'm not, I don't know, it's difficult to, I don't know, because... It's one of those things, Bond was written, Bond as a character was written at a time where there wasn't any. Right, and, and as a result, his, his portrayal kind of yeah. up until this point, I mean, not so much in the Daniel Craig films, but definitely in the Brosnan and, and prior era. Yeah. He was very much kind of a suave womanizer, you know. Yeah. He was that guy. Um, so I don't know because I feel like I would have been really happy if they'd done a sort of they toned him down in that yeah. respect, but not got rid of it because sometimes his snarky remarks are kind of the make or break of a scene uh, oh, in the Bond films. Like you know, it's, it's kind of an iconic thing. He'll make a sort of very snide innuendo <laughs> when it's yeah. really inappropriate. Um, because I, I know they, I think, you know, I, I know there's sort of, there's been this talk of sort of doing a female Bond alongside this. Yeah. Uh, Jenny Bond, I believe is, is the name that's been around. I mean, I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I, I really like the idea that 007 is just a mantle and can be filled by anyone. I think yeah. that's a great, you know, so in that case, I'm kind of like, do you need to make her someone Bond? Can she not just be an agent who is under the code name 007? Yeah. You know, because then that sort of, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. It's one of those things that we just, we wouldn't know until it happened, really. Right, exactly. Yeah. So kind of going in with an open mind for that. But I am still excited to see it. I do, I do, I do hope it's good because I, I, I feel like... I feel like Daniel Craig deserves to go out on a high. <laughs> yeah. He's had a real mixed bag set of films. So, yeah. I mean, 
going by his current record, it should be good because we had Casino Royale, which was honestly fantastic. Yeah. And it's probably one of my, no, it probably is my favourite Bond film. I'm not even going to, yeah, it is. It's, not, it's my favourite Bond film, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we grew up on Rosalind and Craig. We did. We did. So, I, obviously, like, going back and watching Connery, Roger, Dalton yeah. is difficult because... It's not the same. It's different levels, right? Like what even, they were even the original Casino Royale wasn't the same. Oh, I don't count it. I don't. I don't count it officially. It's a, it's a tough watch. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Daniel Craig's Casino Royale was a very very good film. Yeah, sensational film. And I think because it took that grounded approach, it was the first one to take a really grounded approach to a Bond yeah. film, and it, it benefited from it a lot. Um, Quantum of Solace was. Mm. yeah it just wasn't good I, the fight scenes were decent I think a few of them I remember that one where he's in the ropes in I want to say Italy that was good where he sort of pulls himself down looks up bang shoots at the camera that was a bit of a cool scene aside from part that of the was oh yeah yeah that's yeah. true um, wait the part at the beginning was that not Casino Royale Yeah, it, it was. Have. The construction site was Casino Royale. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. The construction site was Casino Royale. Yeah. I just yeah. remember. So, no, yeah. it's not a Connor Solis, Solis is a nothing film. Nothing happens yeah. in this film. Um, and then you have Skyfall, which again, fantastic. Great yeah. film. Um, and then we had Spectre, which was somewhere in the middle. Yeah. It was just. I didn't. Yeah, I, didn't I didn't like it. It was one of those. Right. It was fine. It was a it was a yeah. serviceable Bond film. It's a Bond film, whatever, really. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, so judging by that track record, No Time to Die should be good. Fingers crossed. Um, <laughs> to be honest with you, after this, I know they want to do a whole. Let's get another Bond in. I reckon they should reboot the whole series. If I'm being perfectly honest with you. Um, yeah. I say reboot the series, but do not update the series don't bring it into the modern day it's where it falls apart these films work because they're based yeah. in the 50s and 60s and 40s and the olden days before i was born yeah. <laughs> um yeah i think they work because of the era like that's why these kind of these fancy gadgets have their appeal yeah because now if someone says to you what with the laser right you're just like yeah okay, shut up don't be stupid yeah. Back then, it had it was it was a thing. Back you know? then, it was it was a thing of like dreaming and right, like, exactly. It was Nowadays, it wasn't achievable. Now, that. if someone said to me that yeah, if someone said to me they put yeah. a laser in a watch, I'd be like, okay, cool, I believe you. Fine. Okay, how much is it going to cost? Exactly, exactly. And this is this it's is not, where it it's no apart. longer a one of a kind. It's how much is it going to cost? Right. It's like how yeah, how much do I need to fork out to be one of the few who own it? That's that's yeah. the that's the thing. Um, so yeah, I think I think it's a good stepping off point for the for the for the series to just go right. We're just gonna take it way back now. We're gonna do yeah. say the Connery films. I think they can still keep that grounded approach now, make them a bit more serious than than say the originals were. Yeah, but yeah, you know, hey ho. It's not like not like we're the producers here. We don't make these decisions. No. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. And then, uh, well, last bit of news. I mean, is is it news? I don't know if it's news. 
it was news when it was announced, and then I think <laughs> and then we just forgot about it <laughs> until it came up. <laughs> no, I was pretty much looking forward to it. <laughs> oh, okay, it was just me. I forgot about it. There you go. Um, we are talking about uh, Star coming to Disney Plus. Disney Plus, yeah. Which obviously they bring a very big catalog with them. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it, it's to be honest, they should have. This should have been on there from day one. If I'm being perfectly honest with you, to warrant yeah. the price. It should have been on there from the beginning, but I'm glad it's here all the same. Um, I mean, yeah. I got an email from Disney Plus the other day saying your membership is going to be renewed at the same price. So, yes. come yes. on. To be fair, they're doing what? I mean, £60 for the year, especially with all this new content now, is, is pretty solid. It's can't, solid. Can't yeah. complain at all. Um, and all the they've brought out over the past year as well. It, right. Um, and the stuff that's coming out going forward, obviously, we've got Loki and yeah. Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming as well, alongside of some other bits and bobs. 11th of June for Loki as well. We've got yes. that day. That's yeah. another day we've got today. Yeah. It's been a good overdrive today. Yeah, literally. They were like, right, it's 24th, 24th of Feb, let's just, just bang out a couple of big, big, yeah. big bits of uh, information. Yeah. Obviously, Star for us is quite a familiar brand. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, if anybody doesn't know, Star uh, in India is a big TV network, um, huge TV network. <laughs> um, and our grandparents and possibly parents <laughs> at different times have watched yeah. Star Plus and Star Gold and Star Plus One and all of the all of the shows. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, for like their Indian dramas. Um, so Star for us is quite. It's quite nice to see that kind of little business partnership going on. It's quite nice to see. I guess. I don't know. It doesn't make a big difference, but it was it was a nice little Easter egg, I guess. Um, yeah, it's a good. It's a good catalog. I had a flick through today, and um, there's quite a few shows on there. I was like, good. I'm, I I want to watch these. Yeah. You know. My biggest one was Scrubs. Yeah, because which I haven't seen either. Scrubs is on Channel 4, like on their on-demand service, but yeah. it's got adverts in. Right, and I can't, I can't you don't do want to this anymore. Five minutes of adverts, Yeah, and then another five minutes of adverts to watch a 20-minute episode. Yeah, uh, uh, speaking, I mean, we speak about this about on YouTube as well, it's just adverts oh, now have got out of hand. It is, it is every... Five minutes. I had, I had some adverts about a minute into a video. There was one where there was about four adverts in a 13-minute video. Yeah, yeah. And there's adverts about a minute from the end. Yes, and the problem That's is as well, I've noticed minutes more minutes. and more of them are getting unskippable. Yeah. They seem to be. I don't know, maybe that's just a... Maybe it's just not like a... You know, like when you just you think you're seeing noticing a pattern. No, but they are. I feel like they are. They're getting shorter, to be fair. The yeah, unskipped that's true. Ones are only about five seconds long. That's true. Yeah. All right. It's well, something that shouldn't bother us, but it does. But is that because we're getting too impatient? Does is that what is, is that what this means? Because I mean, it depends on the video and the length. True, of but the like video. you think about it like this, like we used to watch TV. Adverts yeah. come on. You go bat an eyelid. You just carry yeah. on. You're like, cool. Adverts well, are on. I'll just go to the bathroom or something. You knew when the adverts were coming. You knew that in a twenty, in a half hour slot, you'd have possibly the adverts running over from before. Yeah, you'd have adverts and then, in the middle, and yeah. then possibly some at the end as well. Yeah, this like, is true. They were set. They were set, and it was like you had a good solid fifteen minutes of content. Yeah. Then adverts, 
then another 15 minutes of solid content. Yeah, see, I think, oh, I, think I think, yeah, go on. YouTube, you watch a 13-minute video. I'm coming back, it, back to this because <laughs> it's really... Uh, There's one video, isn't it? Yeah, four sets of adverts in a 13-minute video. I couldn't even sit there for 13 minutes and watch it in peace. I feel like I feel like what it is as well is, is I've noticed it, it's, it's a lot on short videos that just don't warrant adverts, as in, like, the advert length is the same length as the video I'm watching. Yeah. And that's when I'm like, okay, this is stupid. Like I watched, I watched a clip that was 42 seconds long and I had an advert on it. I was like, the advert's a minute. What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to watch it. What, what are you putting no. this on for? Um, I don't think it is going to start destroying channels. Oh, for sure. I think, I think any, oh, it's difficult because if you're trying to monetize the channel now and you're not, you're not big, or on your already have you know viewership that can increase. It's yeah. tough. Um, if you're not looking to monetize it, then it's not obviously it's not an issue. But um, yeah, it's it's a sticky it's a sticky situation. Uh, you know, slippery slope. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Right. That's it. Rant over. Yeah. <laughs> because otherwise we're going to spend an hour just talking about how much advert pisses off. No, we're not talking about adverts. Exactly. Again. Right. Okay. Yeah. On to the first section. Film reviews. Yes. What did we watch this week then? Well, uh, we watched Namaste Wahala. Yes. Again, I've said it with an Arabic accent. I I don't know why. It's not Arabic. It's not Arabic. It's it's the most, it's the weirdest film ever. It is. It's, I I, like, so, okay, we're going to, we'll give you a quick sort of overview. So Namaste Wahala translates to Hello Trouble. Um, and is a Bollywood, Nollywood crossover film. Yes. Um, and it's and it seems the the start on. point of the film is where a Bollywood film would be halfway through. Right, and and that's why the pacing of this film is a really mixed bag. Yeah. Well, then the thing is. It starts, even though it starts halfway through where a Bollywood film would start, it still has the same issues, like yeah, kind of boy meets girl, they don't get, someone doesn't get along. Yeah. And then okay, to so, come really short. So, and to, give you, to give you guys a, a, a kind of quick, like, this is how it goes down. In the first 10 minutes, you are introduced to the two main characters, as you should be, totally fine. Yeah. Um, but in no, a Bollywood film, you'd spend 40 minutes developing said characters, probably a bit unnecessarily, but developing them all the same, like isolated, separately. Yeah. In this film, at the 10, I think it was 10, 12 minute mark, maybe? No, even that. Two minutes in, they bumped yeah. into each other. They just, okay, I'm not even joking. They run into each other at the beach. And I don't mean they, run they, into, like, as in I, sort of, you know, like, cross, cross paths. I mean, they actually... Like, they, they're both kind of... The only way that they could physically do that in real life is if they were both running, looking at the floor. Yeah, literally. Or, like, for some reason, looking directly behind them while running forward. For some reason, the guy had his best friend with him running. Oh, yeah. And he didn't say anything. <laughs> Just let them... He didn't say anything. Like, you would... <sighs> also, uh, the, the guy best friend is the best part of this film. <laughs> it's oh, hilarious. Hands down. Hands down. Out. Um, we did enjoy this film. We're bashing it a bit, yeah. but we, we genuinely we enjoyed, enjoyed this film. It might be a bit of a guilty pleasure film. 
I think. I, like, it's a film I could definitely say I'd watch again when I'm bored. I It's one that I wouldn't watch again, but I'd suggest it to people. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. Okay, okay, yeah, I'll rephrase what I mean. I think I could watch it again if I was introducing it to someone else. As in, yeah. I'd probably have my yeah. phone out and kind of... Yeah, it's it. one of those that if so if if I sent it said to someone watch it and they said watch it with me I'd be like right, right. Okay. that's I'd be like right cool. you my phone is on hundred percent charge yeah. exactly exactly yeah it's it's enjoyable for what it is I think it's you know it a few good jokes it does it has some that definitely don't land uh, yeah so be prepared for those yeah <laughs> um. But yeah, it's, it's you know it's, I, I enjoyed it. It did it did its job. So um, it's about a Indian boy called Raj because apparently the only photogenic people that come out of India are all called Raj. Yeah, that's just how Bollywood works. Um, and then uh, a Nigerian girl, I believe, called uh, Didi. Yes, um, they're quite good together. The two of them, like they, they like. Apart from one ridiculously awkward kissing scene, which is just, oh God, it was so awkward to watch. Um, yeah. Their chemistry is pretty good. Aside from that, it's believable. You're like, okay, I kind of could see you two together. Fine. I'll, I'll accept it for the purpose of the film. Um, I don't accept how they met, but... No, agreed. And I don't accept how he introduces himself either. Yes, it's very creepy. So he he literally so they meet at a business event like following bumping into we, each no, other. No no no, can we just can we just go back a little bit? <laughs> he goes back to his flat with his friend. Oh yeah. And his friend is like, "How do you know she's not married?" And he's like, "Well, I don't know, but I'm gonna marry her anyway." Yeah, like he, he's literally like, "I'm just gonna go in a home wreck. If she's married, I don't care. I'm just gonna break up this marriage and marry her myself." Oh, um, God. Maybe we're just westernized. I don't. I don't know any Indians though who just go in with the mentality, "Yeah, I'm just going to screw up your life so I can marry you." I mean, there's Indian guys on Facebook DMs. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's the Bob's and Virgin type, but that's not yeah. us. <laughs> and then, like, and Raj in this. I'm pretty sure they had the opportunity. Right. And also, Raj in this film is portrayed as a very Western-esque Indian. Like, he's a he's like yeah. an NRI, right? He's like a non-resident yeah. Indian. He's living in. In in uh, in Africa, yeah, he's living in Lagos, right? I think, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Lagos, and uh, and so like he's he he's he's got away from that Indian culture, so he's not like those guys that hop in girls' DMs, like you know, how <laughs> yeah. old are you? Are you willing to get married for? I can offer you a cow and a goat. You know, it doesn't happen like that. Um, but. Yeah, there's the. I feel like there's inconsistencies in his character sometimes because he'll do yeah. things that he would never. Act, if that character was real, he'd never do. Um, but yeah, so so basically, after following that conversation with his best mate in his flat, they meet. They meet by coincidence in inverted commas uh, <laughs> at a business event, uh, which is being hosted by Raj's cousin, who is Didi's boss. Who is also the director of the film? <laughs> yes. Can we talk about? This? Yeah, we'll, Can we talk about we'll directors in films? We'll get to it in a minute. Hang on. Right. And, and, <laughs> so, so basically, um, Raj talks to his his cousin, 
who, who, and then he sees Didi is with his cousin and he's like, oh, wow, hi, I'm Raj. I bumped into you onto the, on the beach. And, and basically just goes, I'm going to marry you. Like, he doesn't go, would you like to get married? He literally says to her, like, like he goes to her, he, he tells her, I'm going he, to marry you. He introduces himself as the guy who's going to marry her. Yeah, literally. It's like, yeah, it's 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 weird. And like, I, I don't know. I, it's a very forced conversation. Like, I know it's just there to drive the plot, <laughs> but yeah. there's better ways to integrate it in. Um, but you know, it's minor gripe because after that, the film does get going, um, and it's it's like we said, it's all right. However, there's too many subplots. There's so many subplots. In yeah. this. My goodness, <laughs> every every character, even like really small supporting characters, have a major subplot for no reason <laughs> at all. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's kind of it's a lot. So. Keep your thinking caps on. The first time you watch it, maybe don't have your phone out because it's not, you do need to oh, kind of sure. be yeah. <laughs> I think um, even the second time you watch it, you don't yeah, suppose to, be, to be honest. It's true. Um, yeah, okay, so we'll, we'll talk about directors in films though. Go on. Right. I don't mind a director in a film because Joe Russo did a good job. In right, game. exactly. Right. Yeah. But they should not be such a big part that they're on the opening credits. Agreed. And if they, they are... Sh- they no, should no, be they, one scene maximum. The thing is, I can, no, no, I can deal with them being in the opening credits, but yeah, it should be a minor role. Like one scene maximum. Yeah, you should have like, like a, a couple of like lines. A side character that doesn't have a plot going forward. Exactly. And the thing is as well, like like in this film, the director's character, uh, what's her name? Is it Lena? Have a plot. Is it Lena? Something like that, but she I does have well, we're gonna call We're not going to go into the plot, but she we're does have call a plot. She is like a driving factor in the plot. Like without her in this film, the actually, no, actually without her in the film, the film wouldn't happen. No. Scratch that. She has her own plot as well. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We're not gonna. We're oh not gonna gosh. spoil it. We're not yeah. gonna spoil it because that's actually quite an interest. I didn't mind that reveal. I didn't. However, it's it's so late in the film that you're just like yeah. you just have to accept it's happening. You it can't just be like, why is this yeah. going on? Yeah. Because it's it's towards the end of the film, but it is. It, you know, it's fine. That's not the issue. But yeah, agreed. Yeah. I mean, actually, in all fairness, if it was a budgeting thing, I can understand because obviously it's cheaper to just have the director play a part and save some cash and calling someone else. Fine, oh, you put it on Netflix. Come on. This, yeah. Although I did, I did, I did do some reading actually. If I understood correctly, this film was not made for Netflix. It was made independently, and then Netflix picked it up to bring it to Western audiences. Oh. So I can sort of understand. That's what I mean. On the budgeting level, I kind of get it. Yeah, I well, mean, if it is, yeah, if it wasn't budgeted and funded by Netflix, then fair right, enough. Right, right. Um, but as a general note, for, for, for larger budgeted films, I think, yeah, it's just not, I, I mean, like, like you said, a, a cameo is fine. A couple of lines, acceptable. Don't yeah. put yourself in a major role. That's not, no, it comes across as cocky. It's just cocky. Yeah. Also a bit disingenuous because it's kind of like, well, obviously you can play the role. You wrote and directed the film. Like you can obviously play the role. I mean, you're kind of forgetting that I did that with elements. Oh, yeah. 
that's, that's, a really, that's a good Easter egg for anyone at Cardiff University who knows what the bloody hell we're talking about. <laughs> anyone else would be like, what the hell is Elements? Um, anyone else, we'll put the link up at some point. Yeah. Hey, I've watched it since. So have I. Since four it was done, I've watched it. Four, four times in the last six months because I have nothing to do. <laughs> I've watched it once in the last six months. Oh, okay. Well, that just makes me sound like a real sad. Anyway, we're going to move on because yeah, we're going to move on. We'll put, we'll put the link up somewhere and you can watch it in your own pleasure. Yeah, we'll, we'll bang it on our Twitter. We'll bang it on our Twitter. Yeah, if we get if we get enough if we get enough listens, we'll like it on Twitter. Yeah. Um, right. Should we move on to game of the week? Game to play. Yes. All right. Because you're pretty excited for your one. I know. I know that for a fact. I don't know how I feel about my one. <laughs> right. <laughs> you go first. Go on. Okay. All right. So, so you've, my actually, game... you've actually finished your game. This is true. So my game is Dishonored, um, which is a Bethesda studio. No, Bethesda game. Arcane Studios, I believe, is behind it. Um, so it's a first-person stealth action game. I say stealth. It you can have stealth, or you can go around dismembering everyone in sight. It's a very it's a very free game. Um, as the name implies, your character is Dishonored in a in a Form. I'm not going to spoil it because it's, it's actually a decent plot, sort of. A bit predictable, but it's all right. Um, <laughs> it's good. You know what? Like, in terms of freedom of gameplay, as in, like, the, like there's, you know, having multiple ways, a bit of a sandbox approach. There's a lot of ways to approach a problem. This game has loads. Right. And it's so, so it is, it is one of those, it's, I feel like replayability is a lot because you can kind of go in and be like, okay, last time I played at Lethal. And I literally killed everyone, including every little rat I saw on the ground. <laughs> you know, um, or you can be like, right, I'm going to be a flipping ninja. I'm just going to right in and I'm going to right out. No one's going to see a damn thing. Um, so how the early Assassin's Creed games were meant to be played. Yes, except I feel like the first person does it, like immersion wise, it adds a level. Okay. Because, because you know, in like Assassin's Creed, it's like if you need to look around a corner, you just kind of turn the camera yeah. to look around said corner. Yeah, because it's first person, you can't do that. There's a leaning system, so you can sort of lean out from behind a corner, but obviously then your vision is still only what the character sees. Okay. And so you, like, you genuinely have to be careful. And also, um, if you get spotted at the wrong time, these like the enemies come down really hard on you like you if you're not on point with your sort of defense it's game over before it's even started you might as well kiss goodbye and just have to reload the checkpoint um thankfully checkpointing is relatively forgiving although there's there's there's, i just recommend saving frequently yourself um just to just make a habit of saving um which i definitely know applies to your game (laughs) i know that fact (laughs) It got me out of the loophole today, but we'll come on to that in a bit. It's honestly, it saves, even just any game, I think, just general policy is just save yourself instead of waiting for checkpoints. But um, downsides to Dishonored is the game has not aged as well as you might think. <laughs> graphically, so this game, I don't, I don't even know this game that came out, but graphically, it's, it's not quite there now. Um, I, I want to say it's it's like you know how like some games you kind of like they they kind of come across as vintage like it's a nice vintage step back 
You're kind of like, yeah. oh, yeah, this looks good because it was a product of the time. Yeah. Yeah, Dishonored doesn't have that. I don't, I don't think the art style holds up very well because it's got a very unique art style in the way that people's are, like figures and faces are kind of formed and shaped. Right. And, and as a result, I'm not convinced it's aged quite as well. So it came out, okay, so I've got it here. It came out in 2012. Okay. So it's not, it's not, a, it's not even a relatively recent release. This is old. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, it's running on Unreal 3. So, it, you know, it, it is, it's, it's, a, it's an old game. I'm pretty sure it came up for, what, PS3? Yeah, so it originally released for PS3 and Xbox 360 and then later came out for PS4 and Xbox One. Um, yeah, it's worth a play. You know what, it is worth a play because genuinely, like I said, the amount of ways you can approach an issue is really good. And you get like magical, uh, magical powers, sort of. You get arcane powers. You can, there's a, you get a short teleport. You can see through walls. Um, you can slow down time a bit, which uh, that last one, if you're doing a stealth sort of run, is really useful because you can just use it to bomb it past enemies <laughs> before they see you, which is quite useful. Um, also, it's got a flipping brilliant uh, voice cast. Um, you've got Lena Headey, you know, from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, Susan Sarandon, uh, Carrie Fisher. All right. Yeah, uh, and um, Chloe Grace Moretz as well from Kick-Ass. Oh. So, yeah, it's, it's a pretty solid voice cast uh, kind of across the board. So it is worth the play. I'd say give it a go. Um, I'm currently playing the sequel, which graphically is phenomenally better. <laughs> it has aged up way better. So I will give, I might do a review of that at some point. Currently, I'd say I'm enjoying it. However, it is very much samey to the first one. So if you don't like the first one, you're probably not going to like the second one. And equally, I'm finding it getting a bit tedious. So maybe if you play the first one, have a break, then play the second. I wouldn't play them all the way through. Um, yeah, but that's my game. Adit, take it away. <laughs> So my game is The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt. Um, when did I start it? Just over a week ago now, yeah. Something oh, like that. A week ago, a week ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, plugged about 20 hours into this game already. I enjoy it. it. Sometimes it feels like it's going on a bit long. And I know that you're nodding your head because I know that you found this. <laughs> so I have played this game too. You've played but, a bit of it. Yeah. And you put it down because it was going on too long. It, it, yeah. It, it can. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I don't mind it. I'm only level, what, eight, nine, maybe? Um, yeah, after about 20 hours. There's lots of side quests which Mickey knows that I am a side quest fiend. <laughs> oh, to the guys, guys, it's ridiculous. It's, it's absolutely... So the two of us have very contrasting play styles. Um, yeah. I'm really <laughs> a big guy on just getting the story done first. Side question, side questions? <laughs> side questions? <laughs> side quests later. Um, and you are obviously... Do as many side quests as I can and then carry on with the main story. Um, obviously, if the main story requires, if some side quests require you to go forward in the main story, then I'll reluctantly do it. 
but for the most part, I do the side quest first to the point where I think what was it? <laughs> when, you, when you finish the game, it's just so easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did we play? Ghost. Ghost of oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you were like, there's one bit near the beginning that's really hard. And I was like, I've just done it on my second attempt. I, I took like, you know, I took like seven, eight goes at this this boss battle. Yeah. He was like, no sweat, second time. I was like, oh, second okay. Time. Once you've got <laughs> everything you need, you're sorted, really. Um, yeah. But yeah, back to The Witcher. It's an interesting storyline. Um, obviously, it is the third one. I've not played any of the other two. But don't I don't feel like to, I've missed so. out. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't feel like I've missed out on not playing the other two. Well, it's quite generous, isn't it? Because it gives you that opening crawl to kind of catch you up yeah. a bit. Um, and even then, like, quite early on, there's a part where um, you get questioned on previous events that have happened in other games. So you just kind of answer those and you learn... Like about the other games from there. Um, but yeah, it at times it does get difficult because it's one that you have to use strategy to defeat things. And which I've learned a couple of times already because what was it, the werewolf the other day? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. To the point where I put it down for the day and then had to come back to it the next day. It's, I think it's, 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 it has spikes. It definitely has spikes of difficulty, for sure. It has spikes, but then it's it only spikes because... You're under-leveled. Yeah. 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 It's... it's I mean, it's a... Because it is an RPG, like, proper RPG, through and through. Yeah. Um, you know, in terms of, like, inventory management and all that stuff. All that yeah. stuff that we just love. Inventory management is probably the worst thing about this game. Yeah, agreed. Uh, and and that's not because that's it's not... not us cussing the game out. To be clear, we both actually like yeah. the game. <laughs> it's not the fact that you fill up your inventory, you can't fill it up anymore. You can fill it to your heart's content, but yeah. once you go over your limit, you can't run. Which, I, if I'm if I remember right, is the same as Skyrim, isn't it? I don't know. Oh, right. I'm pretty sure it's the same as Skyrim. Uh, I'm yeah. sure somebody who, who listens to this is going to be like, you're wrong. That's not how it works in Skyrim. In Skyrim, you just give it all to Lydia to carry. Lydia, your side hoe to carry yeah. all of that. No. Um, yeah, it's... I mean, you know, you're, you're enjoying it, aren't you? That's, that's the thing. You're, you're I am enjoying it. Because it's, it's a long game, but it's a good game. Good lore as well, um, yeah. and obviously the the uh, Netflix show as well. Yeah, which I will start at some point soon now that I've still played a bit more of it. Still can't believe you haven't watched it. Yeah, there's a lot of things I haven't watched. That's yeah, very true. Yeah, it's the same with me. It's the same with me. It's, it's yeah. all right. We've all I have this bad habit of rewatching shows. <laughs> the Office. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <clears throat> <laughs> I think I've watched it about seven times. Give or take. Maybe. Give or take a couple of times. It's all right. Yeah. It's, it's the same with me and the Fresh Prince. Right. Um, 
so what's the verdict at the moment? What do you think? You're going to keep playing, finish it? Not sure. I'll keep playing. Whether I finish it on an uninterrupted playthrough is a different matter. Yeah. yeah. Because I think this game is going to take at least six months. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, For I, me, it takes six months because I'm working. Right, exactly. And yeah, because I, I, I started not, playing it last games, summer. Yeah, it's not one of those games that you can come back after work and play. Yeah, no, it's quite taxing. Like it's yeah. not a, it is it is a game that requires genuine focus. Yeah. And as a result, yeah, I'd, I'd say it's it's quite Yeah, it's very much a dedicated time game. Yeah. And um, even you can only dedicate a certain number of hours. See, this was the thing. I think I think for me, like I'm not I'm not impatient with games, but I like progression to have some some a level of linearity. So that I know like if I put in X amount of hours, I'm gonna get amount sort of x amount of progression out of it yeah it's not so much that it gives that it only gives it depending on what you do yeah see yeah but if you do because certain side quests and stuff you get a lot of experience points so you level up quite quickly yeah like you can yeah. grow a quarter of a level just off doing one quest whereas some yeah. you can do five six quests of similar sort and you're still not even half, like a quarter of the way. Yeah, and that and that's where well, it falls kind of. I down. do like the fact that it is a linear scale in the sense that each level is a thousand experience points, no matter oh, yeah. level yeah. one or level ten. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, yeah, you you know the increment. It's just a case yeah. of how much you're willing to put in to to get the level, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, you know, personal preference. I'm sure I will come back to it at some point. In all fairness, because I, I did really enjoy it. Also, it has a branching story, which is good. It's never a bad yeah. thing to have. Um, yeah. Well, that's... Coming back to side quests, I've finished one of the whole side quests from start to finish, like, done. Characters yeah. done and they're never coming back. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, do you want to... Actually, speaking about that, do you want, do you want to elaborate on that? Because obviously... It's it's a high point of the game, in my opinion, is that the side quests don't side quests side quests don't feel menial. Like they feel like actual quests yeah. of their own. Like the one that I've done, obviously, it's to do with one character, but it's your choice. You obviously do your bit that you need to for the main story, and then it's optional whether you want to keep going back to them to do other quests for them. So yeah, it's good in that sense, in the sense that you could do maybe two or three, mm. and decide you don't want to do it anymore because you're done with them, but you can come back to it at a later stage in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's definitely no, it's definitely a benefit, for sure. For sure. Yeah. All right. But yeah, I think gameplay-wise, it's going to be difficult to play all in one. The combat's because a bit clunky. It's not so much that. It's going to take a long time. And oh, see, see, that's the thing for you. I see, I think this is this is where this is where we differ because for you it's the time investment, yeah. and for me it's it's the it's the clunkiness of the gameplay. Because I think I that's why I needed a break. It was it was kind of just the the sort of swing, 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 block, swing, 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 block. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I'll get back to some point. coming out this year, which I will want to play. 
So yeah, Ratchet Clank. Yeah, baby. Horizon every day. Oh yes, yes. Just all the all the PS yeah. exclusives. And once again, Xbox Xbox boys are like you, bell ends. <laughs> just yeah. just none of that. Um, it just happens that they've yeah. got good exclusives. It's all right. Tell you what isn't exclusive though. Uh, Watch Dogs Legion, which is getting a multiplayer update soon, free of charge. So you should get it. <laughs> you should. Yeah, we'll deal with That's that. Nice. We'll, deal, we'll deal with that one in March. <laughs> we yeah. have time. Um, right. Should we? Uh, should we move on? Yeah. Yeah. Next All right. On the list: YouTube videos that we've oh, seen. This yes. Week. Yes. Go on. <laughs> okay, well, uh, <laughs> so, on. Uh, well, my, my one for this week is um, is a, a video from a channel called Corridor Crew, who are a, a VFX studio, who've worked on VFX for, for films and, and TV shows and various media, and they do a lot of their own stuff, um, and they released a video this week, uh, so you might know them for doing videos of uh, VFX artists react to uh, VFX and stuntmen react to stunts in films, uh, which is a, it's a great series. You should watch them all. They're really, it's so interesting to get an insight into it from a, from a professional in, in, the, in the area. But they did, a, they did a, a bit of a sort of a fun video this week where they made uh, scenes from Harry Potter R-rated. <laughs> I don't mean R-rated like, you know, adult R-rated. I mean, R-rated is just gory as hell. Um, <laughs> so, um, uh, the example I'll use so as not to kind of ruin the rest of the uh, little gems that they come, they come together with is um, Colin Creevy, the photographer. Yeah. Remember in the second film during the Quidditch match when, um, like, Colin's on the, like, you know, in the, you know, in the, the, uh, the bludger is chasing Harry and Malfoy round. Yeah. And and Colin at one point stands on the edge of the pitch and he's got his camera and he just ducks out of the way of the uh, the bludger. Just yeah. The yeah, so they were like, well, sod that. Wouldn't it be hilarious if he just took his head off? <laughs> so, <laughs> All right. <laughs> and it takes his head off. And it's quite entertaining. <laughs> really non... I don't want to sound like a psychopath. Like, it's... It is funny. Um, and there's other ones, and they get very wacky. Some of them are very, very wacky, I won't lie. But, um, yeah, it's, it's worth a watch. I quite enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's, that's my YouTube video recommendation for the week. Yeah. Um, kind of following on from Harry Potter. Uh, mine is Hot Ones from the channel First We Feast. Um, I've watched a lot of them this week. But yeah, Daniel Radcliffe was on one of them over lockdown, obviously. Um, it's an interesting one because obviously they talk about talk to celebrities about what they're doing, what their work, like what work and stuff and what they've worked on in the past and stuff. And while eating hot wings, which we've said that we'll do at some point. Yeah. It just looks we, might, like we might we might regret that decision, but We'll see how we do. Oh, we'll 100% regret it, but we'll do it. Anything for the viewers. Anything for the... Uh, I say anything viewers, listeners, listeners. Anything yeah, for the audience. Anything for the listeners. <laughs> um, so, yeah. The ones that really stand out are obviously the Paul Rudd one, 
yes where the, inf- where the infamous clip comes from yeah <laughs> look hey, at us <laughs> look at us who'd have thought it look at us uh yeah didn't realize he had cauliflower wings no uh he didn't actually have chicken wings he had cauliflower wings to be fair cauliflower wings to each his own they bang but they can bang saying this right i heard i was listening to another podcast um what (laughs) how dare you (laughs) i know this was way before we had our idea so that's fine fine. that's fine yeah yeah (laughs) and so it's the off menu one yeah yeah and interviewed ashling b who co-starred with paul rod on the netflix show um what was it called now living with yourself ah yes yeah yeah where essentially he plays two characters both himself one version and another version um but yeah she was talking and saying that he doesn't doesn't actually like condiments Mm. ketchup and mayo so if you'll have chips he'll just eat dry chips which which is considering he did a hot sauce challenge also, I'm just not on board with that. I mean, you 100% know that, know that he hated that every single minute of it. Oh, yeah. No, he, he did not enjoy it. That, that look at us was the most sarcastic comment he yeah. could have possibly made. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I tell you what, um, Yendi mixes all his sauces together. Which, yeah. I mean, you know, as, as two guys who come from a brown background and therefore oh. should, in theory, tolerate yeah. spice well. Um, Oh, what, no, I don't, what a king! I what that. a king! Yeah. What a yeah. guy! Because like you know these 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 hot sauces they have they we, they, they hit some serious Scoville units. Two like, million, they two are million plus. ridiculous. Two million plus, I think his hottest one was. You know, like yeah. <laughs> Not here for it. Not here for it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, they're funny though. Like any, not just the Paul Rudd one, any of these, any uh, of them, yeah. you know, hot, hot ones, is, 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 they're really entertaining. Um, also, just another, I feel like we're just plugging the Sidemen, but the Sidemen did a, a, their own version, and it's yeah. so, so funny as well. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, just go watch people eat hot wings and complain when it gets too hot. It's really funny. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a good laugh. It's worth doing. It's worth doing. And yeah, look out for our hot hot ones edition that is in no way affiliated to hot ones because we don't want to get sued for copyright. We can um, call it brown ones. Call it brown ones is fine. Yeah, that's fine. That's basically the same. Um, Yeah, right. Uh, Anything to add? Anything to add? Not really. No. All right. Perfect. Well, onwards and upwards. Onwards and upwards, (laughs) isn't it? TV show of the week, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, yes. welcome, welcome back. Yes. <laughs> um, you can take you, you yeah. take you take you take the lead on this one. Yeah, it's all you, it's all you. So surprisingly, mine is not the office. Dun dun dun. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I'll I'll save that for a bit. One of these weeks it's gonna be. There's just no way we're gonna get it. No, through. no, no. We're doing we're doing a whole episode. We're doing a whole episode. <laughs> oh I'm my talking gosh. I'm talking right, about fine. it for an hour on my own. Fine. Okay. Fine. Yeah, you can be there. You can be I, that I, don't, I don't even think you need me. I think you can have a conversation about it with yourself. Yeah. I don't oh, think I need sure. to be there. For sure. Um, yeah. Uh, and I have, since Star came on to Disney+, Plus, I have been watching Scrubs, but it's also not my TV show of the week. 
my TV show of the week is not a TV show as such. It is on Netflix, though. It's Pete Davidson's stand-up and released last year, 2020. And can I just say that his humour is just one of the best things ever. It's not (laughs) for the faint of heart, though, just for reference. So, yeah, just for reference, it's called Alive from New York, uh, which kind of makes sense. He's from Staten Island. He's got a very, very, very dark sense of humour. And, yeah, he does a little bit in his stand-up about Ariana Grande. It's very touch-and-go, but it's very fun. Yeah, it's it, it is. It is re- like if you if you if you desensitize yourself just for the just for the hour or so yeah. that you're watching the show, it's genuinely hilarious. Is also his hot ones had some cracking lines. Yeah, as well. Agreed, agreed. Look, look, uh, look at this interlinking we're doing just, this week. Just just to put it into context, his dad was a firefighter during nine uh, eleven. Yeah, and his words, not mine. During the Hot Wings challenge, he turned around and said, this is my 9-11. And then a couple of sources later, there's one called The Widowmaker, and he was like, my mum should try this. We're going to get flagged. I'm pretty sure there's also... We're not going to get flagged, because it, like I said, it's his words, not mine. It's true, but it's also, true. there is a clip of him talking to one of the guys from Queer Eye, and he was like, he genuinely said he would fuck his mom. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen the clip, but it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, I don't really know what to say. I just kind of watched it with, yeah, okay. Dark sense of humour. It is, it, honestly, though, like, it, like, like we said, just if you just turn your brain off and listen yeah. to him, it's, it's also, hilarious. If you do enjoy it, he has got lots of clips on YouTube that you can watch. Yeah, there is compilations galore <laughs> on yeah, YouTube. Of stuff as well. And uh, he's done a couple of interviews as well, like Jimmy Fallon and stuff. Yeah. Which is also, yeah. It's also quite interesting to hear, like, his story, because he's yeah. he, it's, it's not the most cliche story in the world of, like, how he was kind of raised. So well, no. it's, it's, it's quite interesting to listen to. To be uh, fair, he was, he was at comedy clubs under the age of 21. Yeah, right, which obviously is illegal, as far as I'm aware. In some comedy clubs in America, I think. So. I think. Yeah, I think depending on who's coming to the show, but yeah, yeah, I, I, my understanding is it can be. Um, yeah. Any Americans listening, don't correct us. Just, just don't. Don't do it. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I back, I back this, I back this recommendation fully. Uh, you've watched more than I have, hundred percent. But yeah. what I have seen. I think it's only like an hour long anyway. Yeah. 49, yeah, 50 minutes. It's not that long. There you go. Very, very watchable. Very watchable. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, uh-huh. I think stand-up is one of those things that is very easy to just stick on in the background. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not, it's not forced viewing, is it? Like, you don't need to be paying attention every single minute. Sure. I think I went through two seasons Ari ones the other day. I can't tell you what he talked about. But yeah, they were just exactly. Funny. They were funny at the time, but it's not. Yeah. Yeah. You're not taking it in as such. Yeah, yeah. No. No. It's good. It's good. It's good phone watching content. That's what it is. 
we're making yeah. this a thing now. Phone watching is then a verb. It's yeah. a verb. Um, it's hyphenated, if anyone's wondering. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, it's a, it's a, I think, do you know what, actually, uh, not just Pete Davidson, but any, any comedian, I've, I've, if I found when I'm doing like revision or like work that I'm like typing sort of, but I need ambient noise. Right. I find comedy shows quite good to put on, unless you're one of those people who finds yourself typing what you're hearing, in which case it's definitely not. I am one of, I am one of those people. It's not the way to go. <laughs> I am one of those people. And as a result, I can't listen to music with lyrics. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Otherwise, I tend to find I sing along. So what helped me through exams was usually the Game of Thrones soundtracks. Yes, yeah. Okay. There's no lyrics. It's all instrumental. And yeah. Yeah, I found that with I found foreign songs uh, works for me. If I if I'm having one of those days where I can't seem to focus on where I focus on the music too much, yeah, uh, foreign songs works um, like Latin. Uh, you listen to them too much, and then you start singing along, and that's when yeah. it gets dangerous. Yeah, it's true. It's it's yeah. I feel like yours is definitely a better solution. Mine's a bit of a well, slippery got, slope. If they've got a catchy chorus and then it repeats it a few times you tend to find that you sing that little bit along and it's yeah like, true yeah that, that is acceptable because it's, it's literally just the chorus but yeah no it, it, yeah whatever works for you you know we, look we're only here to offer advice <laughs> on yeah. how to procrastinate basically <laughs> um yeah right uh i'll do I'll, I'll do my tv show yeah all right um well mine's gotham um okay. which is not, the thing is, I'm not going to say it's slept on because it is a known show. It's not like it's a show that's gone under the radar. But I think a lot of people, more so in the UK possibly, haven't watched it. And it is on Netflix all five seasons. Um, and it's it's a, uh, it's a prequel to Batman um, and follows him from when he's, he's a child. So when uh, Detective Gordon... Uh, so Jim Gordon is the he's not the commissioner yet he's he's still an officer at Gotham PD okay um, and quite honestly I think it's one of the most underrated Batman bits of media out there um, it, it it tackles all the major characters all the big players you know you get your Bane you get your your, your Joker you get your Mad Hatter, the full works, the kind of the whole rose gallery. Riddler, yeah. Riddler also is is Riddler and Penguin get done so well in this show. Just just the actors playing them smash it, um, right? Absolutely kill the game. But um, yeah, it benefits from, obviously being a TV show. It benefits more from the ability to develop the characters over a really long period of time, rather than obviously films where they just kind of have to yeah get them develop them. All things, yeah. Um, Unless they're really well established characters, right? In which case, you know, yeah, yeah, like you, then like you know where it's going. Like yeah. you don't know, because everyone exactly. knows the Joker. You don't need a origin or what he's doing. Yeah, so like, like, they throw you into the Joker straight away. Like he's just put on on screen, and he's just they're just like right, just do nasty stuff, and it's it just yeah. you know it works because you know he would. Yeah, but like, I'll, I'll use the Riddler again. Um, so the Riddler, um, for those who don't know, and it's not this isn't a spoiler. This is just a just a thing, a fact. Um, 
the Riddler in the comics, as well as in the TV show, his name is Edward Nigma, and he works at the, the Gotham City Police Department. He's one of the, uh, he's like an analyst guy. He's very clever, very, very clever. Um, and so his whole arc, kind of, I want to say the first season, is this kind of, you know, this kind of mental breakdown that leads him to become the Riddler. Uh, okay, okay. Over the first and second season. And it's actually, quite, it's, a, it's like, it's a good arc. It's not a forced kind of, oh, it's that cliche, you know, someone did something bad to him, so now he's evil. Yeah. Like, there's genuine reasons and, like, a series of points, like a series of steps that take him past the point of kind of insanity. Uh, and it's played really well. Um, also, uh, the actors on screen have really good chemistry. Like, actors that need to have chemistry have fantastic chemistry. Um, it's massively helped, I think, for two of the main characters, um, which are Ben McKenzie, who plays Jim Gordon, and Morena Baccarin, <laughs> excuse me, who plays uh, Detective Lee. <laughs> okay. No, 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 he does. No, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. She plays, anyway, she plays his wife. His girlfriend, okay. and later on, wife. Um, the reason this is crucial is because they are actually married in real life. Oh, right. Straight so away. Yeah. You, you, you know that chemistry is not, it's not, it's, it's organic chemistry. Yeah. Like it's, you know, very, you, you're so real. You, you can tell like it's genuine affection. Um, and, and, so it really helps, like, like when there's scenes that kind of pull on the heartstrings that are quite tense or kind of, you know, worrying, you're genuinely invested. You're like, yes, I, if you die, I will be sad. <laughs> yeah. Um, which, is, which is good. I'm not going to say it's not predictable. There's, there's moments of the show, as with any show, where you're like, well, this is a definite fake out. This is ne there's no way they're going to die here. But you know what? Still enjoyed it through and through so i'd highly recommend and it, it does culminate uh well like so the last season is only um 12 episodes if i remember right, or 10 or 12 um as opposed to the full uh like 22 of the prior four seasons and i think it benefits from that because it gives it a much more focused ending wow. like filler episodes um yeah cracking cast as well uh jada pinkett smith is in it bd wong Okay. Yeah, good cast. So, just go watch mm. it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, and also, if they listen, um, I just want to give Marina Baccarin and Ben McKenzie a big congratulations on their baby. Marina Baccarin is currently pregnant as of recording this episode. Not like they're ever going to hear this, but... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> congratulations, anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, good on them. But yeah, no, so... Um, it is... Uh, yes, I... I I recommend it, honestly. If you're a fan of Batman, I definitely recommend it. If you're not, but you want quite a dark show, again, I recommend it. It's not Daredevil on Netflix levels of dark, but it is, wow. it's, it's definitely gritty. Like, it has its moments. Okay. So, yeah. Fair yeah. enough. I'd yeah. Uh, recommend, yeah. Uh, I think that's it. Just a few more points to wrap up, really. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Can we just talk about the tweet that you sent me earlier <laughs> about the charts? Yes, we can. Yes. 
because we agreed that we weren't going to talk about this this week. Yeah, we, we did, we did. But it deserves a shout out. Go on, because it's a tune. Go, go give it a little discussion. It's a tune. Not even so much the plot. It's just a tune. Yeah. Well, so mm-hmm. um, in One Division this week, episode seven. Yeah. Um, there is a reveal. <laughs> there is, a, yeah, isn't it? There is a reveal. I'm gonna say it's. I'm not gonna say it's a surprise reveal because we all saw it coming. <laughs> yeah. But there, uh, there, there is a song. Um, and spoilers: if you haven't seen One Division episode seven, stop listening now. Yeah. Even though it's definitely you definitely knew this. Um, of course, there is a song that follows, which is called Agatha All Along. Um, yeah. And it's, it's, a brilliant, a it's just a brilliant it's song. A it's so good. <laughs> um, yeah, it's we we just been listening to it a lot recently. It's 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 um, that it came out on Spotify just the other day, and um, I really enjoyed it. So um, <laughs> I watched the episode on the day it came out because yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, and it's it's just a, you know what like as as Marvel things go. Like, this show is quite out of the box. Yeah. Can I say something? Because Marvel films aren't particularly in the box. But um, this is out of the box. And so it's, it's, a, it's quite a nice change of pace. But the song is just so catchy. I mean, so they've catchy. arguably got some of the best films ever. Yeah, agreed. In One Division, they've got arguably a very, very good show. And now they've released a song that's very, very good as well yeah. <laughs> within the show. There's literally not a form of media that they're not killing right now. It's true. It's true. Who's been messing up everything? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. So definitely, definitely worth uh, checking out the show if you haven't already. Obviously, if you haven't already and you're still watching this, though, you've kind of played yourself. Um, (laughs) Or I say, we keep saying watching, listening to. Unless you like spoilers. spoilers. Oh yeah, if you don't care about spoilers, then by all means. I mean, we try to keep it spoiler-free as much as possible. But this one, to discuss that song, we needed to. Yeah, you know. But um, yeah, it's worth watching. And even if you don't watch it, the song's a bit of a tune, so listen to the song. Yeah. That's all there is to it. That's all we've got to say. (laughs) What else is there? Anything from this week? I don't think it'd be major. No, I think that's about it, really. No. Um, I had a thought the other day. Oh yeah. The, right. And I told you. I, was <laughs> t- I told you I was going to tell you about this on the podcast. Oh yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. You don't even know this, right? So I was having a thought the other day, right? So you know, you got like nicknames for generations. Yeah. As in, like Gen Z, Gen Z millennials. Gen Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This generation should be called Zoomers. That's actually a pretty sick. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of, I kind of. I'm putting that out there. This generation should be called Zoomers because we understand what's going on, and obviously, people, kids are homeschooling at the moment. Yeah. We know it's difficult, and 99 times out of 10, they're on Zoom, so they should be called Zoomers. I'm just saying. Do you know what? Leading on from this, it's a bit off topic for the podcast, and we're not, we don't usually, we're not usually a political type of person, the two of us, but. Thoughts on this? So the UK, uh, if if you're not from the UK and you're listening, um, yeah, you know what, you know where I'm going with this. You know where I'm going with this. Roadmap to open the country. Yeah. So basically, our our beloved Prime Minister Boris Johnson um, 
he's 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 it is a guideline he said guideline he's not said definite date and i think a lot of people are kind of abusing that but um a lot of people are fixed on yeah, this date like people are acting like it's a definite by by this date so he said june 21st um the country's going to open up just magically people are acting like june 21st the virus is going to disappear they're acting like the second coming of christ that's that's how they're yeah. acting um yeah and i don't mean you know we we've we've discussed this us two and we're we're not convinced it's going to happen we're very yeah i, I, mean, I think very, i think a lot of that i is, have a funny feeling that as kind of as soon as things start opening up again it's going to start spiking yeah agreed and, and 21st of june is not the question is right. question. yeah I, you know I, I i kind of said i was like look if everyone in the uk was sensible and and you know abided the rules then even then i don't think june i think maybe maybe end of july beginning of august at an absolute this is, thing, just perfect yeah. this but, is what i said uh, the other day as well so yeah obviously the virus the vaccine rollout Mm-hmm. Everyone's supposed to be offered it by the end of July. Yeah. The first dose, right? I've read stuff that apparently the first dose gives you about 86%, 86, 87%. Uh, like, yeah. And that's not, that doesn't even cover all the strains as well. Like, yeah. just, you know. Yeah. I, it, I know his personal opinion. And obviously, I know that businesses do need to open up soon. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course. But yeah, that's all yeah. I'm gonna say. I'm no, no, yeah, it. no, no. As in, yeah, we're not gonna talk about it at length. It's just something. It's, I thought it's just my opinion. Mention. But yeah. obviously, I understand that businesses need to open up. Uh, I'm all for them. But absolutely, absolutely. I just think it's a bit optimistic. We're just. I think you know what. I think. I think a lot of it as well, uh, and I know for us too, um, yeah. is as well. Like you know, there's been a like we. <laughs> We've kind of been given false hope quite a few times now. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, and I, th- I think you know, I, I'm sure I speak for a lot of people in the in the UK. So as a result, it's kind of like someone when someone tells us now they're like, "Oh, Corona's going to go," like you know, like we'll be out of lockdown. It's more of a sort of, "Yeah, sure we will." Yeah. I'll see. I'll see. I'll see. see exactly. Like I think. I think what it is is we're all so tired of the disappointment of it not being the case. Yeah. That now I think it's it's not so much that it's like obviously you get excited when things open up yeah for sure but then they're having to be shut down again straight exactly after. exactly and I think yeah that's what I mean like, so that's what I mean I don't mean the disappointment of it's not the disappointment of of the fact that it's like oh it's not opening yet I can deal with yeah. the delay it's the principle that it will open to close again this is the thing right so before the Welsh fire break lockdown. Yeah, yeah. Before that, I wasn't too, getting too excited about the gym being yeah. open. Then after the fire break, I got really excited about the gym being open. Yeah. It was four weeks of happiness and then the Snatched gym away. shut yeah. Snatched yeah. away, yeah. And I, I'm not ready to hurt again. <laughs> I'd rather, yeah, man, I miss Doms. <laughs> I miss Doms from the gym. Um, yeah. Anyway, right, we won't, we won't dwell on that. Yeah, we this, this isn't a depressing yeah. podcast. What the no. hell are we doing? <laughs> no, you know, we just sometimes we like to weigh in on things that are yeah. a bit out of our scope. It's, new, um, it's news in the week this week, right? Exactly, yeah. and you know, I think I think we'd be idiots to not tackle coronavirus in some regard somewhere. 
That's it. That's all you have. That's all you've had. We don't talk. We don't talk it until it's done. We're done now. That's it. We're not going to talk about it now forever. Until we've got the all clear, we're not talking about it. It's never going to be mentioned. Yeah. I don't even know how to spell it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Right. Anyway. So cool. Well, I I think we wrap up. Should we wrap up? Yeah. Yeah, That is a that is a that's be all and end all. What a a terrible note to end. (laughs) Um. Yeah, so um, as, as, as always the case, please please follow the podcast, listen to it, subscribe to it, whatever the term is. Subscribe. Yeah, you know how it goes. Follow us on all the socials. Yeah, which we will, we will I'll bang them in the, uh, in the description for the podcast. Yeah. And well, also, yeah. yeah. But we'll say them anyway, just in case you're not free to know them down. So uh, is on our Wavelength podcast on Instagram, OOW podcast one on Twitter. Still not, still not over the fact that we got beaten to that one. Yeah, that is, that is, it is a bit of a, yeah. it's a bit of a, a bit of an L, but it's, it's okay, it's okay. It's all, it's, um, it's all, it's all. And uh, Nakeen M. Patel. Yeah. I think that's a wrap. Hit us up, hit us up. Yeah, no. Um, so, whew, exciting times, exciting times. We do need to come off with a title for the episode, though. We do, which we will do later. <laughs> yes. Right. So we're gonna we're gonna say bye now, guys. It's been yeah. lovely having you listen to us. <laughs> um, Don't forget to it. Uh, share it with your friends and stuff yes, as well. Absolutely. Um, yeah, we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Good Thank night. You. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>